as the Republican primaries approach, we find it interesting the way that Vivek Ramaswamy has evolved from being a businessman and an author to being a presidential candidate on the campaign trail, doing town halls, engaging with the media, and contending with leftist anchors. We're going to talk about Vivek's evolution, his rise, and what we see for him going forward into the primaries, especially when it comes to Trump and DeSantis. And then we're going to talk about something that's very interesting. It's starting to make national news, and that's the migrants that are being sent from Texas to Chicago and how they are currently, the migrants are currently being housed in Chicago schools, park districts, and police stations, and what the city plans to do about it, how it's affecting the residents, and how it's starting to cause a rift between the black and Hispanic community here in Chicago. We're going to discuss that. And then we're going to discuss yet another rift, the rift that is starting to develop between the trad cons and the red pill community. I would like to say that we saw this coming from a while ago. We've actually been branding this argument and tailoring it as such because we saw it starting to develop. And now between Michael Knowles being on the Whatever podcast and a bunch of red pillars commenting on Steven Crowder's divorce and yet another example of Sneeko featuring on the Fresh and fit podcast, it does certainly seem to be the red pill versus Tradcon. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. The merch is amazing. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. Now... Kicking this off, um, I feel like two of the segments that we're going to cover today, we've very much been ahead of everybody on these two segments, on Vivek Ramaswamy and on the riff that was inevitable to develop between trad cons and red pill and how those cracks are starting to show. Yeah. So I, I think we should save the, the trad con versus red pill argument for the end. Yes. Um, I agree. Um, so we'll start off with Vivek Ramaswamy, but it's just interesting because like, I feel like 
since Woke Inc., I've been aware of him. I'm currently working on his other book, Nation of Victims. I thought Woke Inc. was great. It was uh, uh, a great read. Um, very in-depth and a lot of good remedies to deal with the intricacies of the woke agenda from a legal standpoint. So I, I, I really... I really liked it a lot. Now, I remember when you text me, because I think you said you found out on Twitter. I don't know exactly where you found out when Vivek Ramaswamy was running. And you, I remember you text me and you said the guy that wrote Woke Inc. is running for president. And before I even looked it up or whatever, I immediately thought to myself, no matter what happens, he will definitely force the Republican Party at least the the other uh, uh, candidates to step up their game. Yes, especially and, when it comes to the woke agenda. And and he, and he is, and it's already starting to happen. So what what's funny is, remember when you was this last week or the week before you sent me a uh, a snapshot of something Trump said on Truth Social about the debates, and basically oh, yeah. it was like, oh well. Well, why are people assuming that I'm going to participate in the debates when they're all going to be against me? Yeah. And you asked me what I thought about that. And speaking from Trump's perspective, if if I'm if I'm Trump, I th I think there's there's a little bit there's a degree of credence to what he's saying. Yeah. We've seen multiple times that every debate that he participates in or at least the majority of the debates that he participates in Especially since becoming president, they're gunning for him. Definitely, no. they're definitely yeah. gunning for him. Um, I mean, there was one debate, the one with Chris Wallace and Biden, where it was, was basically bad. it was basically Trump versus Biden and Chris Wallace. Yeah, that yeah. was basically the debate. So I understand where he's coming from, where he says, "Well, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to participate for these reasons." And I said, "You know what?" I see where he's coming from. He could use those resources in all, that time, energy, and resource for other things. Yeah. The only thing is, if we start to see that his poll numbers are hurting, then he's going to have to participate in the debate. Yeah. Now, what happens, first and foremost, if Trump participates in a debate with Ramaswamy, I think he gets mopped. <laughs> I think he gets mopped. Like, like yeah. I, I, and yeah, and I and this is it. me rocking with Trump. Mm -hmm. I, I think Trump gets mopped. I think, I think Vivek on Ramaswamy, anything, or you say I think on everything. On everything, I think because Vivek Ramaswamy, and I, and I'm gonna get to that now. Like yeah. Vivek Ramaswamy, like on, on every front, he's just getting busy. Yeah. Like. Yeah, the way that he got busy with Don Lemon, then he got busy with, uh, I forgot the guy's last name, Chuck on MSNBC. It was one of the Sunday programs uh, when they were talking about uh, transgenderism. Um, and I saw something, and this guy is young, mind you. He's in his 30s. Yeah. I saw something recently from Vivek Ramaswamy at a town hall. The way that he responded was so different than so many other politicians. And it's, very, it's something very minor, but 
I see a lot from it. I I, I observe a lot from it. Some guy, uh, the crowd was basically like all white. Obviously, Vivek Ramaswamy isn't white. He's he's uh, he's an Indian. He's Indian. No. Um, the the guy respectfully asked him. Uh, I'm. Uh, I want to ask you a question, but I hope it's not too personal. No. And Vivek instantly responds with, whatever it is, it's not. Whatever it is, it's not. And I respected that so much because we live in... Man like, shit. Huh? Man exactly. Shit. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, we live in this time of PC. Oh, I don't know if I should say that. I, I got to be worried about people's sensibilities yeah. and people's race. And like, I don't know if it's right for me as a white man to ask a brown man this question. And just... In the realest way, whatever it is, it's not. Yeah. It's like he's right now. He's in a, such a good flow. He's plugged in. Like he's point. He's listening to shit like a hundred percent. And we have real issues. You need not be worried about if you can ask a certain question or not. This yeah. is America. Freedom of speech. Yeah. Ask whatever it is. It's not too personal. And that is a scary thing to see as an opponent. When someone is so on point, because that's the thing, like a lot of times we don't remember or we don't understand that like when we talk, sometimes we like skip a lot of shit that we say Yeah. to get to like the real question. Exactly. And so for someone to be so attent, like just on point to like be paying attention to the whole question and like to just jump in like that, that's like watching a sports player do something that's like, wow, this is not every player can do that. Yeah. So I better be careful with this guy. And so, yeah, that alone. Matter of fact, that what you did with Vivek Ramaswamy is what Matt Damon's character did when he saw the tape on Jordan. Uh-huh. Where, like, he saw, like, the relaxed shoulders. In air. Yeah, in air, in the movie Air, which is an amazing movie. You were right. Goddamn. But, so, in the, in, in the movie, Matt Damon's character, uh, he's, like, He's trying to. He's looking through tapes of players because they're trying to sign him to Nike. And at the at the point that he's watching the Jordan clip, Jordan's not even on the table. They're like, "Yeah, he's gonna go to Adidas," so that's not even a question. For some odd reason, he's watching the video. And that video, he spots something that not many people would spot, which is like, this is the second best player on the team. It's not the first number one choice. But this play was designed for this person, and this person's physical like presence says everything that you need to know. He is a stone-cold killer. He will be taking the last shot, and the coach sees something that I'm seeing right now. And that's basically what you did with Vivek Ramaswamy when he pointed that out. It's like, wow, this guy is like plugged in. He can he could get anybody in a debate right now because he's just he's he's on that flow and it's it's that coupled with this idea that I'm prefacing everything that like whatever question you're about to ask and whatever answer I'm about to give I'm prefacing it by letting you know that. That question you asked me about whether or not it's uh, this question is too personal, or like you shouldn't even ask that because this is America. Yeah, whatever it is, it's not. You're We're talking about somebody that's like speaking and operating from a very American, like a philosophically American 
stage. Yeah. That's the way that that it, and and we've lost that. Like yes, we so have. much of that is lost, especially in politics. Which is in the realm where which we, we shouldn't. It's the most American should be the most American realm. And and we've we're losing that. Like and it's sad because you the fact that a mostly white audience can't ask a question without saying, I don't know if it's too personal. It's like, well, just ask the question. Exactly. He's here to make an impression on you. It's not the other way around. This guy's running for president. And so you have to be... And the thing is, this is a type of moment where you start seeing like that this man could probably survive a Trump crowd, to be honest, because like... Trump at times hasn't been able to to not get booed by his own crowd. Yeah. And the Trump crowd, needless to say, is <laughs> unfiltered in a good way. In the sense that if they they're not feeling it, they don't care that you're Donald Trump. Like, no, you are the face of who we are. And so you better stop with this. Like anytime he talked about the the jab. And the jab being good and Operation Warp Speed, they were like, get off that shit. Stop fucking talking about it. Stop. That was the sentiment in the air. And so when it comes to when it comes to that, like if you're getting a Trump heavy crowd and you're debating and you just have that sense of you that, you know, you're on I don't give a fuck mode and I'm just this is what it is, they're gonna they're gonna resonate towards that. And yeah. you're gonna get people interested in, 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 in you. And even if you down the line, don't win. You'll make a good enough impression where you're going to be in the administration. Yeah, and I think ultimately, I feel like he, Vivek is smart <coughs> enough to know that it's it's a long shot to win. Yeah. Uh, because it, we're not talking just merit. Like yeah. in, in politics, is fundraising. There's a lot of other variables. But again... I go, I take this back to the very first thing that I said when I found out that he was running for president is that he will force the party to elevate itself. Yeah. And that's what I see so much to the point where I could see Trump not wanting to participate in debates because of this guy. And let's not let's be honest here. This is the guy that like most people probably would be oh, who's whatever. Just off of the fact that you haven't even been in politics because he, he's, he's not involved in politics. Well, now he is. And so for you to come in and be taking a lot of the air space from other presidential candidates who are pretty well established, even if they're not going to win, says a lot about you and, and what you're doing. And, and, it's, and it's interesting because remember when The View invited DeSantis and he didn't go? Yeah. But meanwhile, this guy, like, he's going on CNN, he's going on MSNBC, like, he's he'll go anywhere. Yeah. And he ain't scared. Right. Yeah. And and that's interesting. And that's and, true. And it's and it's interesting because man, if if you're DeSantis, this has to be like a rough position to be in because it's like, damn, I got Trump. My current poll numbers are like very bad compared to Trump. And then I got this guy who's like f fighting the woke in his own way. Like he wrote a book about it. And like I said, I mean, if, if it comes, if, if, this, if we're talking, if, 
in a debate, the subject is how to combat the woke agenda. Vivek will win that a hundred percent. So, and that's one of DeSantis's calling cards. Yes. So now it's just like, man. Well, it depends. It depends. I'll say that because yes, we know he would win. We know that, but we're more like in detail with this shit. But if you could package it to to in the debate stage where like you could survive the blows by saying, "Look what I've done with Disney." Look at at least you could survive that round. But yeah, for for sure Vivek would would because like Vivek has a thorough thorough guide on how to combat that. Yeah. Like, so you're not gonna beat him at that. You're not. Yeah. You're not gonna win. And so if you're a very well informed uh, individual when it comes to this. Well then, yeah, you're gonna be like, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, don't do it, <laughs> or or like just survive. You lost this yeah. part. Continue on, live your life, yeah. happy I, and I, other. I really can't wait for, for the, the debates. debates. Like, even if Trump doesn't participate, you said something though. You said that you think Vivek would would beat Trump in the debates. In the debates, yeah, yeah, not like no, in no, the no, primary no. in the debate. But would he beat? DeSantis. Yeah, I I think that's what I'm saying. I think DeSantis is between a rock and a hard place because now you can't be more Trump than Trump because you're not Trump. So you're running as like a refined version of Trump, right? Yeah, but there's not. But 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 Vivek is more refined than that with the yeah. Trump agenda. So Vivek is more refined than you, yeah. more articulate than you, more experienced in business world than you. Because DeSantis is not a businessman. No. So so now you have that's to me a refined Trump because yeah. he comes from the business world. He has the Trump agenda. But but he's more refined and articulate. So what is DeSantis? Like, what does DeSantis become now? So I, I can't be Trump You're because Trump is Trump. And then I'm not refined Trump because Vivek has that on lock. Yeah. So what am I? I'm I'm Florida's governor. That's what I am. Yeah. So, and, and this is why I said, wait your turn. Because now, like, and honestly, you can't. You could walk it back because, like, you haven't. He hasn't said that he's running. No. And so, right now, if you're a smart individual, you look at that. You see what you, you see the landscape, and you're like, you know what? Load up, load up. I might even play the. I might, I might just to fundraise, cool, whatever. And then, and then be like, no, nah, I put my head on on. Uh, my people should vote for Trump. Get that shit out of the way and wait for the next for the next go around because you will need the Trump base. You absolutely and, need and the Trump base. You you get to take off the jacket that Trump put on you that you're disloyal. Yeah, exactly. You get you that you you that doesn't apply anymore. Yes. Because and, it is it, it's tough for him. I don't know if you saw he, there was a a press conference where was I think they went him and his wife went to Japan or something. It was something international, uh, DeSantis and his wife. 
and all the elitists, the globalists, and the uh, and and the uh, establishment right, they were like, oh, uh, look at uh, Casey DeSantis. She would be a first lady that we could get behind, and all of that. Which fine, whatever you're entitled to have, whatever perspective you want to have. But in that same, as they're walking, and and they're, he's like walking to like a uh, like a little uh, press conference. Yeah. As he's, they're walking, they say that. And then immediately after, they ask him, yeah, the first question is, how do you feel that uh, Trump's numbers are going up in the polls and yours are yours are plummeting? And he has like a very distraught look on his face. He's like, I haven't even announced I'm running yet. Yeah. Like, like, like you could tell the shit is starting to affect him because... This what do I do? Like, this, what do yeah, I do? Yeah, and, and this is the thing. This is the thing. Let's go back to when we talked about this. And this is why loyalty is important. What I want to know is when the fuck is one of these campaigns going to hire us? <laughs> All right, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Right, hell yeah. Man, we would be fucking killing it. But so if you play the card, okay, you're on the same team. You're on the same team. You ran your first campaign as like, you know what? I'm on the Trump boat. Loyalty. This is his show. And when you wait your turn, you know, you'll be the king of this shit. But it's egos. It's, oh, I want to be the man. I want to be. This is bigger than egos to me. I, I agree. The thing is, too, it's it's what's rough about it is like what Shapiro said is like he's hot right now, though. The Santa. But he ain't Trump. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, he, it, it, you're right. It, it, it would be... I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's kind of... Because I, I remember when Shapiro said that, I thought about like how like when Fifth came out and yeah. like like all that stuff, like uh, like he, he got busy, like vitamin water and, and, yeah. and Get Richard Die Trying movie and like all of that stuff. But then at the same time, it's like yeah, fifty but, said I'm on fire because Shady said so. Yeah, exactly, and 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 it <laughs> like had Eminem or Dre gonna were about to drop an album, all of that shit would halt. Oh hell yeah, yeah. And, and Fifth would know like yeah, all right, I'm out the way. Yeah, I'm out the way. All right, well, is Eminem? Yeah. Is Eminem? Like you said like fifty said I'm on fire because Shady said yeah. so. And so that's that that's like gang shit. Like like we're this is how we move like a unit. This how it is. This is what I was on when I. And this is why I won Florida, bro. Run that. If you don't win, whatever, I'll get it on the, on the next in the next four years. Like you have to think a little bit with like you can't think of when you're hot. You're hot because the thing is, why are you hot though? Yeah, that's ben, true. Yeah, like ben, ben is looking at it from the perspective, and I get he it. Was, like like he DeSantis wasn't even gonna win his primary without Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Let alone the governorship. Yeah. And so so DeSantis could be 50 cent. The 50 cent of the Republican Party. But the M&M is definitely like, well, shit. In the Republican Party, like, fifth is, or uh, Trump is like the Dr. Dre. He started yeah. the shit. Well, and, well, like what it is now. Yeah. yeah. And so that's how you started. Like, you don't, you don't ever, like go against the the, the the guy on the same team like that's not that's not how you roll yeah i would never i would never do that i would never do that like i don't give a fuck oh because i'm a president is gonna look great i've always wanted to be that my whole life. i don't care like we ran off of this 
the ball's on your court, your shit's on fire, and like you have undealt with business, we're gonna all like get behind you, get that done, and then when it's my turn, it's my turn, and that's it. That that's how it works. And even given the fact that like your poll numbers are not, that you should already know. Yeah. So I think with him, he should have he should have said, "I'm not, I'm not." I haven't decided, but I don't know that I'm running because Trump. And so, and originally, I remember articles from a while ago. He said, "If Trump runs, I'm not running." Yeah. And then over time, that changed. Yeah. And so now it's just like he doesn't know. I haven't decided yet, or whatever. But that is different from no. I'm not. If Trump is running, yeah. You know, my, my, maybe my sentiments would change too if if like. Trump isn't doing good in the polls. And I feel like, well, not nah, like the Republican Party needs to do good. That's different because that, then you don't feel that Trump has what it takes to win the presidential election. And then that's, well... Well, nobody does if there's male voting. <laughs> <laughs> right? True. But it's like, if you feel that that that's going to be a total massacre if he goes, well, then yeah. Like, you can get Abe Lincoln it. and Ronald Reagan to be on the same ticket, <laughs> and, and never they will it. not win. The two... <laughs> The, the the two the two of the greatest Republicans ever and yeah. they won't they will not win <laughs> if there's mail in voting. Yeah, because Joe Biden he's like one of those once in a lifetime presidential candidates, you know? Yeah, in terms of how many dead people <laughs> voted for him, absolutely. And the fact that he never knows where he's at. That's exactly. just too great. <laughs> like I feel safe. World War Three, it's coming. I, I think I think the dead <laughs> rock with him so much and that's they voted for him because like He'll soon be one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the shit got dark. <laughs> now, <Nah>, but yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you the ops. Nah, we start gangbanging out here. But yeah, like he's terrible. He's terrible. And 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 like the fact that well, the next segment we're gonna talk about yeah. <laughs> is only a thing because of how terrible he is. Yeah, he, he's he's god awful. Like. It's it's so funny because he's gonna run. He's he already said it. And how can you get behind that type of candidate in the sense of like say that he wins the next presidential election with how bad things are? It wasn't even believable the first time. I want to know what mental gymnastics they're, they're that they're gonna play this time around because like now we're at the verge of World War Three. Um, China's gaining ground on, on, on the economic world stage. Although I will say that like, well, no, you should worry. You should worry because I feel like Saudi Arabia and a lot of Muslim countries, but Saudi Arabia was very Trump friendly. Yeah. And I think that they would be like, if, if Trump won, they would be like, what do you want, man? Like the petrodollar for sure. Yeah. We want people like you. We like how you work. And then all of a sudden, that you want, we're gonna trade. All that shit will go out the window. The, but I think that they really don't like Biden. So the Saudis are like, ah, I don't, I don't like the way he he does this shit. And so that's why they, they said that they're they're open. They're open to for the yuan to be like used as uh, yeah. like to trade oil. And so that alone should 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 scare Americans 
<laughs> hey, that should scare Americans that the Saudis would ever even say that. Yeah. And, and so right there, it's like, shit, if I was a Democrat, I'd be like, what? Uh, all right, cool. Well, I guess we're going to have to go with Trump. Fuck, dude. But we need to survive because, like, shit isn't great now. Inflation is, is, is skyrocketing. The economy is shaky. Recession's coming. Last thing we want is for, like, this motherfucker to win. And then these motherfuckers start introducing the yuan into petrol. Uh, and, and trading. coupled with everything you just said, and yeah. there's a, a migrant crisis. Yeah, yeah. And then the migrant crisis. And then we're the ones paying for it here in Chicago because yeah. we're a sanctuary city. Yep, which is a perfect segue into the next topic in which, as if you've been following the news, there are a bunch of migrants that are coming from south of the border. And they are arriving in Texas. And the Texas governor... Is like, all right, well, we're not a sanctuary state, but sanctuary cities that proclaim to be sanctuary cities like New York and Chicago, we are going to send you the migrants that you say you love and want to help and want to accommodate. And now it's gotten to the point where if you follow the news, these migrants are sleeping in police stations. They're sleeping at schools. There's right now a huge debate in the Chicago land area on the south side between the blacks and the Hispanics as to whether or not the old South Shore High School building should be used to house the migrants. Yeah. This is insane. And it's funny because... All Brandon Johnson could say, who he hasn't taken over as mayor yet, right? I think he takes over June. June. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the next mayor of Chicago, he's like, oh well, it was just, it was just word salad. He's like, well, uh, what we're not gonna do is pit our two communities against each other. We're not gonna do that. Okay, but remedies, anything? Yeah, it's all fucking. Uh Oh, uh, blacks, browns, whites. Uh, oh, we're not going to put... Oh, these are Americans, regardless if they're black, <laughs> that they don't want other people taking resources from them. Exactly. So if the motherfuckers were yellow or purple, I would be in the side of the motherfuckers that live there that want resources. Right. What we're not going to do is the blacks and the browns and the... Why don't you just say, like... I'm with the Americans, and we should take care of them first. <laughs> and and, and what's so hilarious to me about this is the mental gymnastics of the complete partisanship. So you feel burdened by the migrants, but yet you're mad at Texas who feels burdened by the migrants at an even larger scale than what you feel burdened by. And rather than blame the president, you want to blame the state of Texas and the governor at what point. And, 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 and it, uh, it was badass because governor Abbott from Texas, he wrote light for the letter letting her know. Yeah. And he publicized it. It was great. He said, you know, instead of blaming me, at what point are you going to put pressure on your own political party to fix the problem at the border? Yeah. Because I don't care. If I was Democrat, 
and my city is is burdened with all these migrants. No. I would tell the president, listen, politics aside, partisanship aside, my city can't handle this. Yeah. If I can't handle this, I now see what Texas is going through. Yeah, yeah. You need to do something about this. That's it. But they they will not do that. They no. will not put the the blame where it needs to be laid. Instead, you're you're blaming the the yeah. governor of Texas when you're the one that said you were a sanctuary city. Yeah, yeah. And so you get what you pay for. And that, this is the thing to me. This is where I don't understand the voting block. The whole gym in which they're having the, the what's well, Mayor Lightfoot's people is primarily black and they're booing they're not even letting them talk yeah this should be enough to tell you that like you have to vote in your best interest not because someone is black or not because someone is a democrat this is what kanye was trying to say this is what kanye was trying to say and he was chastised for like uh and biden said the most racist shit to Charlemagne about. Yeah. It's like... If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Yeah. And that that's the wildest shit. Like, you keep saying Trump is racist <laughs> without a reason. And then here's a white old man saying, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Why? What? What the fuck? So, this is why, though. Like, so... so, And I'm not saying that Trump didn't make strides because the black vote did go up in the Republican side. Like, the highest since Nixon. But this is the type of stuff that hurts. This is the type of stuff that hurts. Like, uh, and then you're complaining to the people that really you voted in. So what? What are we doing here? What are we doing? And what was crazy is the girl that the, the lady, the the fat Latina uh, chick, saying, um, "Well, you know, this is a humanitarian issue." They all start booing her, and then her her snarky ass comment about. You don't get to interrupt. You don't get to... No, they do get to interrupt because they live here. And what's great about it is that I like how base those people were to know that, like, bitch, humanitarian crisis, that's a buzzword that you motherfuckers are throwing around. Yeah. Because I know somebody four years ago that had a little idea of building a wall. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who that is. He had this idea of building a wall. It was going to be a great wall. A beautiful <laughs> wall. <laughs> it was going to be a be- great, well, a great yeah. beautiful wall. And in fact, in order to build that wall, he was even willing to compromise with the very party that now is so upset at Texas. He was willing to compromise with that party by saying, hey... You know, the dreamers, the DACA people that you claim to care so much about, they could stay, no questions asked, residency, and in return, I need the money to build my big, beautiful wall to prevent what's happening now from happening. That was Oh, you're using them as a pawn. No, no, at the cost of... His base not liking that. Oh, yeah. And Coulter stopped rocking with him because, because of, of that. that. Yeah. That was that was the thing. And Coulter, who wrote a whole book on the yeah. greatness of Trump, stopped rocking with him because of that. Yeah. So it is very good that you said that because you're 100% right. At the cost of some of his base not rocking with it. 
And I'll be honest with you, is it a compromise that like textbook I would want? Probably no, not. I, I, no, I wouldn't have. But, no. but I could rock with compromise. Yeah. You're getting something, you're giving something to get something. Yeah, I would have said like uh, some type of program in which you do something like either join the military or do something that that like that's productive. Yeah, like you have to be on a strict. Re- like he just said, yeah, we'll give it to them. So at that point, like you're really making it easy. So it's fine, whatever. Like I get it. You have to meet in the middle sometimes. You can't get everything that right. your base wants. And he did that. He did that and more really. And they said not. Nah. And they said no because. It makes him look good yeah. with immigrants. That's oh, why they said time, no. Big time. Like he, his yeah. voting block would have increased with Hispanics because of that. Yeah, because th- it would have been the... And also the they didn't want the wall built. Because yeah. let's not forget that, again, we talked about these things. That's why you should tune in weekly. Let's not forget that Joe Biden wanted to pass a voting rights bill that basically would allow all these people that are coming in to be able to vote. Yeah. And if it wasn't for cinema and mansion, that would have that would have passed. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Not only did they not want Trump to gain favorability with the Hispanic community, they also didn't want to stop that flow of migrants because they probably had it in their plans that when we get power again, we're going to push for a bill wreck this to, shit. to wreck it because yeah. if that were to pass, yeah. they the the right wing would never win an election again. No, ever no. in no. anywhere, Texas would become blue overnight. Everywhere would become blue overnight. It would no. be over with. Yeah, that that was that was how close we were to not having a country. Yeah, and 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 no. so I to this day, I give Cinema and Mansion their credit. Mm-hmm. They saved us. They they did, and I commend them for that because <laughs> I remember I saw a meme of Mansion like chilling by his desk, and it said, "Behold the Dino Democratic <laughs> name." <laughs> yeah, but that was some patriot shit over yeah, Republican exactly. over Democrat, like a hundred percent. At some point, it's like this is for the country, you know, not Republican, and that's the thing. That's that's the difference between a good Democrat. And and uh and 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 whack ass Lightfoot and Johnson, that was a Democrat that saw okay this is something that, about the country now, this migrant crisis and and these motherfuckers they won't say anything about the president no nothing yeah. bad we're not gonna say nothing bad it's all Texas <coughs> like 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 these motherfuckers are coming from Texas no they're invading Texas and Texas is doing something with them and hell you're the one that said you're a sanctuary city here you go here you go. Yeah, so I would immediately, I would immediately revoke that declaration of sanctuary city. Well, that, that well, Trump was like saying like we're gonna take a lot of funds away from you, motherfuckers. Then like since that's what, that's what you are, all right, cool. And so, I mean, but but you have to have somebody in a leadership position to do that to press on on the on the person or on the on the state rather. Um. And that's what Trump would do a lot. Like Trump, Trump was pressing on China as well on, on foreign policy, but on sanctuary cities. All right, cool. Yeah, executive order. Press on these motherfuckers. That's what the executive order said. That was actually yeah. the title of it. Uh-huh. Press on these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember he he signed something when it came to that. 
And it's like, well, that's that's your issue. This is a republic. Go ahead. But you will take, you will incur some uh, fee for it, basically, yeah. or no funding for it. And so you can't be mad at that because that's not, you're, you're, you're asking for these issues. And so there you go. But it's also ruining our country because th- that was the plan. That was a master plan was device a plan to get these people here and then make them into Democratic voters. We're not stupid because and, that's literally what jo- Joe Biden's bill was. And and the black community, they have a, a lot of reason to be mad because it's like all this, these resources are going to these people. Well... And and yeah. like, crime in our neighborhoods are bad. Yeah. Like, so no resources go to us. Like, no resources, but like yeah. all the resources go to these people that are not even citizens. And then you look. I was thinking about this. I don't know if you saw that there was there was um, a reporter that tried to get into a hotel downtown. The hotel has been. Uh, uh, they're not taking any any uh, guests. What they are using the hotel for is to house the migrants, but not not for free. They're housing the migrants and they're charging the city, if I'm not mistaken, twenty million a month to house them in that luxury hotel. Yeah. There's some people that have worked for years and haven't been able to take a vacation and stay at no luxury hotel. Yeah, and this is my thing. And the taxpayers are footing the bill for yeah, it. Yeah, I know that. That's if you're if you're if you're <laughs> taxing the city you know like oh this is what it'll be this is the bill who the fuck's paying that the taxpayer the taxpayer's paying that so that's what's fucked up and to me it's like that's where like you said like it's bad because those resources should go to them but then so no 20 way, it's million a bad and good to give thing. cops overtime yeah. to make areas more no. secure or hire more cops or anything like that but but the city gets what they deserve because you got rid of Lori Lightfoot to basically get Lori Lightfoot, but like the beta version, which is kind of fucked up because he's a man. But either way, you did. Imagine that. You got imagine, beta Lori. Imagine being a man and Lori Lightfoot has a bigger dick than you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like, who has more of a commanding presence on some real oh, shit? You're right, Lori Lightfoot. Like, Lori, like, I'd be like, like damn. If it was Lori Lightfoot and Johnson, my money's on, versus Johnson, my money's on Lori Lightfoot yeah. to beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like, even if they were married, I'd be like, yeah. Lori, Lori's the man. <laughs> like, because it's like, well, it wouldn't even. Lori at least had a commanding presence. Whether I liked her or not, like, whatever, like, it's trash. But, like, Imagine getting the trash that you had, but then it's like, well, but beta, here you go. That's what this motherfucker is. So you get what you pay for. The city gets what they deserve. It's like a big ass stinking pile of trash. But then with Johnson, it's like the bag is ripped though. Yeah. (laughs) It's like. It's like that much more. Yeah. Because everyone will celebrate. Ah, Lori got fucking. Yeah. And then you get this motherfucker. Like this guy is worse. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm telling you, like we'll say it here, we'll say we'll be the ones to say it first. Um, the city will be worse under this man. Like it's going to be worse. Yeah. It's going to be way worse. Um, and it's not saying much because like it was already very bad. But like th- th- this guy has like no balls. 
Just by the way he answers questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all bad. Like straight yeah. bitch answers. Like, all right, bro, whatever. You're you're a straight bitch. I'll tell you what we're not gonna do. <laughs> we're not gonna pit communities against each other. Okay, so yeah. you, so you're a straight bitch. Okay, cool. Ten four. You have no you have no answer then. <laughs> Imagine, you should have just said that. You should have just said I have no answer. Yeah. Uh, this is when I wish Douglas Pepper is just visiting his reviews. <laughs> oh, so you're a straight bitch. Back to you, Jim. <laughs> like it'd be, it'd be great, but yeah, like no, he he doesn't have what it takes to be a leader. He's already shown it, and he's not even in the position yet, and yet he's shown so much all before right. and now. Yeah, well, even yeah. even I remember when uh, all those teenagers uh, uh, the whole ransacked uh, downtown, and. He said, what we need to ask ourselves is the opportunities about the opportunities that those kids lack and how hungry they are. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. It's it's, it's so stupid. (laughs) You know why they don't have opportunities? He's not, he wasn't mayor, so he didn't really have any say. But if I was asked about that and and I'm not mayor, I'm like, yeah, the minute that I'm in office... I see any of that nonsense downtown, I will tell my police to use whatever force necessary to get things under control. Yeah. That is not going to happen in my city. Yes. It's not going to happen. People work too hard, pay too many taxes to live like that. And yeah. that's it. And yeah. and that's it. It's not about race. It's yeah. not about children. It's not about adults. It's about that's not going to Oh, but you can't. You never. You will never hear anything like that from that man. Yeah. And so it's it's sad. Because this is really how things get worse. You know, like, this is how bad neighborhoods get even worse. And, and like, the people that want to survive in those bad neighborhoods, they don't, they won't have a choice but to be in danger all the time. And how being weak causes division amongst races. Yeah. Because when everything operates, like, for instance, well, you and I saw it perfect. We were in the field for it. Perfect example, a little bit extreme, but a real life example. Remember when the the uh, St. George Floyd riots? Oh. Were, <laughs> I call him Saint because that's how that's, that's how they treat him. him. Yeah. So I, I I imagine he's a saint. No, no, am, am I wrong about that? I thought I read about him in the Bible one time. I don't know. Saint Floyd. Saint Floyd of fentanyl. <laughs> oh, fentanyl. <laughs> no, but but uh, when uh, when Saint George Floyd, uh, the the Saint George Saint George Floyd riots popped off, yeah. and we saw the police very weak. They were told to stand down. Remember? Yeah. In fact, we saw we've we talked to police ourselves and yeah. asked them why are they allowing this to go, yeah. and we got the classic response. I will never forget this for the rest of my life. Oh, it's just property. It's just property. So the property that some people work their whole lives to be able yeah. to build and have and businesses start, it's just property. But you're a simpleton as W two employee, so yeah, you probably don't know anything about what like that. Yeah. But but that was the the response that was given. Okay. So now you motherfuckers realize why the criminals don't like you and the regular people don't like you either. Yeah. Because you're like you're in the middle, like you don't know like what you are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, you're not, you're not for the people. You're not for the criminals. You let my voice do whatever they want. They don't like you. They don't respect you. So you want to let them do what they want because you want them to like and respect you. But you don't. You fail to realize that they'll never like and respect you. Yeah. 
all while losing the like and respect of the people that do have the capacity yeah. to like and respect you. But they tell, but they'll take a, a stop sign, or they didn't stop fully. You'll give them a ticket, right? Because that's the taxpayer. That's important. Yeah. You know, that's that's important. Wait, are they ransacking the city? Oh no, we'll let. Well, them. That's just property. Yeah, but that property. stop sign, come on. <laughs> so Hundred dollar anyway, ticket. So anyway, we saw that we saw all of that stuff take place, and as it was taking place, we saw the effect that it had on different communities. And we saw when that nonsense started to make its way towards the Hispanic community, oh, yeah. things started to get violent. Yes. Now, had the police made a presence, that violence and that potential rift between Hispanics and blacks, that was persistent. In fact, I saw people on Facebook that I know that went to high school together arguing with Hispanic and blacks, arguing. Yeah. And 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 some people making the case that oh well why are these people getting involved if it's not their business but it's their community they yes. shop at these places they eat at these places we were like you said in the field and so when you went down Ashland which was literally like it's a split not like a straight split but like what the Latino and the black side you saw like the difference in in, in even the destruction. Yeah. The black side was all destroyed, and the Latino side had pe Latino people. Guarding it. Yeah, and Latino gangbangers. We, inter we interviewed yeah. people guarding it. And, and, Check uh, out our Hanging With Abe's YouTube page. Yep. Which actually, uh, th a lot of that footage ended up going to uh, to the, the Great American, what was it? it was race a, Game. Yeah, the Great American Race Game documentary It's a, in the UK. I forgot. I yeah. forgot. Yeah, man. We've been getting real busy. Sometimes so Where's the awards? <laughs> you know, it's isn't it it is wild though. Sometimes like like You forget some of the shit you've accomplished? Yeah, or like or like have you ever have you ever I people are probably like, Oh, these motherfuckers are tuning their own horn. Yeah. No, but, but I give a lot of credit to you because I remember that day I was I was busy and like you ran and you got like I remember it was the the Nini's Deli. Yeah, Nini's Deli. And, like, you know, it, it's hard to be with, like, when it's us two and with a third to get all, man, the equipment. And, like, you were like, fuck it. It's here myself. now. Yeah, yeah, you went I by was yourself. The cameraman, the interviewer, yeah. the audio guy. Yeah. And, and you did an amazing job. So, and a lot of that footage was used, too. So, like, that's the thing. Like, credit where credit's due. That yeah, shit was thank, amazing. Th thank you. But, uh, but yeah, but I remember when we were out there, uh, and, um, no, what I was going to say before I get back to that, yeah. I was going to say, have you ever, like, listened to, like, a track that that you've done that you haven't like heard in a while and be like damn i wrote that shit that's kind of that shit was hot yeah hell yeah <laughs> well our production for our music we took it so serious and so like there was times where you know we all oh, we need certain noises we need certain things in the background we need this instrument added i remember one of your songs literally in the studio the producer yeah. did a whole piano piece and i was all right well let's add that to that Makes it sound better, and it did. It was like it was like some straight up Dr. Dre infused with like Ti. Yeah. I was like, man, this is great. Yeah, that that's like a great way to describe it. That was like like a Dre and Ti fusion. Yeah. I feel like remember when Dr. Dre and Ti were gonna make music together and make an album together. Yeah. That's the sound that you would have heard a lot. Yeah, that shit would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so like we we take our time to 
to like really have some quality stuff. And so when you don't, and that's just, it comes from like just who we are, how we feel about it and the passion behind it. So what happens is when you don't listen to it, because of course, you know, I'm not going to just sit there and listen to myself. I did it because I, that was what I thought, whatever. But when you don't listen to it for a while, then you listen to it and you listen to it like after like a 50 cent or like a, after a fucking Kanye West song and the quality is actually pretty up there. You're like, damn. Yeah. I didn't do so bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. And as that nonsense started to make its way towards the Hispanic, uh, communities, things started to get violent. And why? Because the police wouldn't do their job. So people started to take <coughs> matters into their own hands. And yeah. what did it do? It caused divide. Yeah. And here we go again. Weak shit. Like, honestly, at a certain point, like, if I'm a Hispanic advocate for these for these uh, migrants, what audacity do I have going into a black community and say, oh, uh, it's a humanitarian crisis. Bitch, you don't live here. Yeah. You're not from around here. You want to use, you, you want to use these people's resources and their building for your agenda and yeah. and and just it's okay i'm I'm so entitled because because who's, yeah because it's it's the right thing to do and who's been taking the l's the black community they've lost walmarts they've lost targets they, lo they lost walgreens now they're losing a the school like and then you keep saying you're for them the, the how how the, are you for them the walmart by one of our properties yeah it it's gone. It looks like a ghost town. Yeah. It, it, it's sad because this just breeds... Like, this is the beginning of the worst part of it. Because you start taking resources from this... And then you say that you're for that community. Yeah. Like, Brandon Johnson, word salad. Oh, well, we got to... We got... Motherfucker, like, they... It's your people. Your politicians. Your kind. Your ilk. That create this type of situation... In, in in their community and then you're and then you and then you oh well you know and, and i feel bad for them the dummies of both race they they blame they blame uh the white man when if i remember it was a white man that had the idea of building a wall <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and now now you got to deal with that, this more resources no, no we wouldn't be yeah. dealing with it because again the wall wasn't perfect it wouldn't have stopped everything but it would have reduced what wow. we see of the tidal wave of immigrants, it would have reduced it to a manageable trickle. Well, I mean, the idea of just the, the presence of what he was on at the border was enough. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, because there, so, were, there were years, I remember, if I'm not mistaken, in 2018, it was the first year in many years that it, more people actually went back. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, well... Then came go. more people crossed the border the opposite way yeah. than, than crossed it coming this way. And that, that should tell you everything you need to know about why that, that, like just a presence alone and being border patrol friendly because no one ever said legal immigration. They said illegal immigration because the, 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 that shit is... It's vastly yeah, different. Yeah, it's vastly different and a lot of dark shit comes this way with that. Whether it be drugs... Whether it be uh, people that really aren't going to make the community better, um, violence. Um, a lot of a lot of the l young ladies are used for human trafficking. So it's like, 
like this is not good. And so if you can clean that up and then and then and then focus your efforts on legal immigration, doing it the right way, you know, and that's not to say that you're going to eliminate all of it cuz you're not. Nothing in life is perfect. And so but it's just having that shit on check on balance because that's a, another thing too is like in, in doing it the right way, you're intaking the American culture. You're like, wow, these people, like, they gave me opportunity. You already have that sense of patriotism. Yeah. Um, You, you just let anybody come in. You'd lose the country because a lot of people don't bring, they bring their culture and, and they think that it's... This is our. This yeah. Is, Not to mention the the burden on the resources. Yeah. Yes. And then you're you can't be entitled to resources, but can you though? Because if the if the country is is okay with it, yeah. then you're gonna feel entitled to it. But what about again going back to Chicago? The people that live here that are Americans that have papers, and you're taking their resources. All I know is that fat chick that was saying, "Oh, you should you're not allowed to interrupt." She better have some fucking migrants living in her house. <laughs> no, nah, because yeah, they, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but of course not, because it's all talk. Yeah, it's all talk. Oh, and yeah. somebody else pay for it. Yeah. Somebody else pay for it. But like, because nah, all they know to say is, "Oh, it's the, the the rich are not paying their fair share." When in the end, it's the average yeah. person that is that is uh, the neighborhood that she's it. in. They should just like that whole sidewalk area. Just put tents so the migrants can live in front. And then and she be should fine. feed them. Yeah. Go to the store yeah. every morning and buy food, make them breakfast, and and feed them. Yeah, but they're only cool with it because it's like, well, I don't have to deal with it. It's yeah. the it's the public that has to deal I with get it. to be generous with other people's resources. Yeah. It's very easy to be generous with other people's resources. Yep. It, it it'll be like if if one day one day you weren't home and I had the keys to your house. And I'm like, oh, hey, I put on social media. I'm giving a bun- away a bunch of cool free shit today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, oh, man, K-Cartoon, man. That's awesome. That's dope. It's like, man, look at this badass. Look at this Xbox. Look at this couch. <laughs> look at this TV. When we man. do the episode, like, you just hear me faintly because you gave my mic away, yeah. too. <laughs> Look at these shoes. Look at this jewelry, man. Aren't I the best? Aren't I the best dude? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really humanitarian of yeah. me, really, at the end of the day. Yeah. We could say that. I'm, it's like, dude, <laughs> my stuff, my house, everything. Yeah. You don't, you don't, it's a humanitarian crisis. You don't care about these people, <laughs> but but you're giving my stuff away. Dude, you're so selfish. You're so <laughs> <laughs> That, that's exactly what that panel up there sounded like. And and they're just, they had that, that like, snarkiness to them. Yeah, like, absolutely. You're smug. You're smug as fuck. Like, sitting there and then, and, then, and then correcting people. You shouldn't interrupt. You shouldn't interrupt. Why shouldn't they, though? Because you're in their backyard telling them that you're taking away shit from them. Pretentious scum. That they pay taxes for. Yeah. Because those schools, all that shit, that's taxes. That's yeah. what most of your taxes go to. And and you're just going to be there like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. Don't worry about it. You guys paid for it. it was, we're, we're good out here. Nah. Fuck you. My agenda. Don't you see? I'm a good person. <laughs> Couldn't you tell from the Ukraine flag and my bio on Twitter? I'm a good person. Yeah. Fuck up. <laughs> so moving on to the next segment. 
Yet another thing that we were ahead of everybody on, the riff that we saw inevitably coming <coughs> between the Red Pill yeah. and the Trad concept. Now, as many people who listen to the show know, and if you're a first-time listener and you just heard our p- prior two segments, you can probably tell that... I don't even know if you can say that we lean to the right because I feel like we just lean towards common sense. Yeah, I, I don't think we're we're definitely not uh, trad cons. Right, yeah, but, sure. but what I'm saying is like people will be like, oh, you guys are Republican. But like, is anything that we said just not common sense American? Yeah, I you, feel... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't think not wanting illegal immigrants to burden your towns and states is should be a republican stance i think that's like i look at that like a country issue yeah yeah i feel like uh there was such a there was a point in politics where where people would have probably looked at us more like are these motherfuckers liberals because shit wasn't all the way to the left According to Republicans, they're like, "Oh, are these motherfuckers." But it's just not that. It's it's common common sense. Like, uh, so that's not a Republican or Democratic thing. That's just what the thing. That's what it should be. Right. But according to today's standards, it would be lean to the right, which I'm fine with. That. That's fine. That's there's nothing wrong with that. But in leaning to the right, we always keep it real. We mm. will criticize people on the right. We've criticized things about Trump. We've criticized things about certain right-wing political commentators and analysts and pundits, other politicians. We will criticize where criticism is due. But one thing that we've noticed in the time of us doing the show and everything like that is that there is a difference between the more pragmatic right-wingers when it comes to a certain aspect of life. And I noticed that that aspect is marriage. So again, Michael Knowles from the House of Shapiro, Michael Knowles from House Shapiro. <laughs> uh, the you know facts don't care about your feelings guy speaks usually from a very logical and statistical standpoint. But when it comes to the issue of marriage, we covered this a few weeks ago. Our logic and pragmatism goes out of the window. Yeah. Then we covered Steven Crowder getting a divorce and we, and, and how all these red pill guys were commenting on that, uh, Steven Crowder's divorce, you know, after he announced it, But prior to the Crowder situation and prior to the Michael No situation, we've talked about in different segments the whole Tradcon thing. Tradcon, Tradcook. We've talked about how Chelsea Handler was pleasant, you know, content and pleasant, pleasantly content with her life, but... Tucker Carlson and Shapiro seem to not like that that much. Yeah. Because her life didn't fit the mold 
of yeah. of of being a trad con because she was she was okay being single, not having kids, yeah. traveling, and she said, and they're like, oh well, she's not happy, she's not happy, and we criticized them and said, well, how do you know she's not happy? Why are you saying this? What because it doesn't fit your vision? So now we've acknowledged that there's a crack developing. Yeah. In fact, I think the crack is so apparent now that an article should be written about it. Shout out to you, Big Vince. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. To, for, I mean, to do, I think that would be a great... Oh, uh, I thought uh, you said he wrote one. No, no, oh. I'm saying that would be a great article for him to ana- a- analyze because I think it's very apparent now. Yeah. And now with this latest uh, uh, instance of Sneeko featuring on the Fresh and Fit podcast, granted, I'm no fan of Fresh and Fit, but I'll give credit where credit is due. And in this situation, Sneeko, who he's definitely a based guy, but he doesn't speak from the Manosphere Red Pill. I would say he's Red Pill, but not Manosphere Red Pill. No. He's just he's Red Pill in other assets, in other factors in life. But he went on there and basically pushed back against what they were perpetuating about how men should be focused on other things other than women and Rolo Tomasi they were talking about how Rolo Tomasi said I think this is extreme for like if you're focused on business and productivity to get a vasectomy in order not to like to to basically idiot proof your plan not to have kids I think that's a bit extreme but what I will say is there are two types of men in the world and some men are more so focused on the mark they leave in the world and their productivity. Yeah. And there are some men that are focused on more like personal endeavors, like having a family and a yeah. wife and everything. Fresh actually made some good points at the end of that video. But I think that he... Fresh is the the autistic one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that one. That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, so... Because so, <laughs> he was like... Because uh, when Sneeko was like, no, but are you saying that they should get a yes or no? That's a yes or no question. I would have just been like, no, but let's play devil's advocate. Why is it so bad? And then tossed it back. I would have wanted to see Sneeko's perspective because what they weren't doing, because Sneeko is a better interviewer than yeah. both of them. Oh, yeah. And, and so I would have, okay, let's Sneakle's just play devil's advocate. smarter ad- than both of them. Yeah. yeah. So I would have just played devil's advocate. But let's just say I do. What's so bad about that? Why do you think it's bad? Because I want to know where he, Sneeko was coming from, in a sense, because he was kind of coming from the trying to find God right. situation. And, and, and what, what Fit was saying, he was like, if you want to become a high-value man, you got to stop focusing on women, like in terms of women being your primary focus. Yeah. And then Sneeko was like, oh, well... What's a high value man? Just a, a guy that has like a lot of a lot of bodies. Yeah. Meaning like a guy that has slept around a lot. Yeah. And and it's just like, well, you're not looking at this the right way. I do that think the, I do think the example of a vasectomy is an extreme example. But what we are talking about right here is the dichotomy between men who are chasing excellence and men who aren't. Yeah. And chasing women is not chasing excellence. No. So body count does not matter here. No, it just ha- so happens to be a lot of times the byproduct yeah. of chasing excellence. Like Trump said in his disp- deposition. 
<laughs> when they asked him about grabbing by the pussy. Did you see that or no? no. Oh my god, you gotta watch that. Cause he's like he's like, Yeah, no, it's true. Like uh he's like uh when you're a star, when you're a rock star, that just happens. It's, it's, I didn't make it that way. Like, he's, he's like, it just happens to be that way, you know. Fortunately or unfortunately, that's just how it how it is. This is how it's been the last hundred years. And then they're like, and and, and uh, <laughs> he's just like, they they don't really know what to say because he's just being so honest. Is that like, well, would you consider yourself a star? Is it? Well, yeah, I am a star, and I. <laughs> he just shrugs his shoulder. <laughs> I saw I saw some shit recently where it was a it looked like it was a deposition. Also, it's the same one, the where, one that you posted on Twitter. Oh yeah, where where the lady was like the where he was she, the lady asked him the question. Yeah, and you said that you didn't you uh, like uh, people shouldn't believe this because you wouldn't do anything with her because you don't find her attractive. And then and then he's like, yeah, I didn't find her attractive. And he's like. He's like, I found her about as attractive as you, so I wouldn't do anything with you <laughs> yeah. either. He said something along those lines. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like, uh, it's I don't particularly find you attractive. I mean, it's just my that's my that's that's how I feel. Like, what do you? I don't understand. Like, uh, that was all in the same deposition. That's class. That's the, probably the greatest deposition. Yeah, ever. I think they they let. I think they uh, released that to make him look bad. That just made him look so raw. Like, this motherfucker just keeps it real. It's just like what they're trying to do with Tucker. Like, release all this, like, this this behind-the-scenes secret footage, and it's just making him look better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that shit, like... The the way he he answered the grab him by the pussy uh, the the whole thing right and he never said grab him by the pussy they took that well, and he, they he shortened didn't it say that no he said no he didn't say that he said grab him by the pussy but shortened grab him by the pussy he didn't say that he said they'll let you do anything grab him by the pussy he oh, didn't yeah. say he grabs women by the oh, pussy. oh no yeah yeah i see what you're he saying said, no i, I thought let you, you were anything. saying like he didn't say the yeah. words grab him yeah. by the pussy and he I'm never like, incriminated himself like i'm grabbing bitches no, yeah, by the pussy. Yeah, no but those words did yeah, he yeah. uttered the words he i know what you're saying i i know what you're saying but the but way he, mainstream... he never said that i do it yeah he said mainstream he, media made it like that he's like you could even he's like you could even grab him by the pussy yes yeah yeah i know what you're saying and it's like that's unfair because they made it look like this motherfucker is literally out there just grabbing pussies. Just, let's go. Let's go. It's time. He just has a line and he's just like cupping at each pussy. as like. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? No. He said, he did say that. He said, yeah. He's like, yeah, they will. Because then when they ask him, he said, yeah. I said, yeah, they, women do let you do that. Typically when you're a star, it's just been like that. He's like, that's how it's been for the last hundred years. If you, you just, uh, you know, if, if you're a star, they let you do it. And then he's like, unfortunately or fortunately. <laughs> he started laughing my ass off. He said, it's just the way it is. <laughs> or fortunately, depending on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. But, like, it was so real that you couldn't even be mad at that, like, answer. I'm like, damn, that is true. Um, ergo, every fucking rock star you've ever seen. Like yeah. every like, look at these bitches all over Bad Bunny. They'll fucking up that pussy immediately. Yeah. They'll suck dude's dick on stage. That's and, what a rock star gets to do. Yeah. And that's what the woman wants to do. And uh, he's dude, not and, raping and, them. And dude fucks with guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'll still do it. Yeah. And so it's like, so so y'all, what are you mad about? What are you mad about? That that, that he's saying something that is an honest, 
and true answer. If you're a superstar, you get sucked off. Machine Gun Kelly got sucked off on stage one time. Like, that just happens. Nobody's saying it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for the girl. You know, or for the people that didn't want to see it. I don't think, but fortunately or unfortunately, it does happen. <laughs> so it's like, it's such an honest answer. But yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. I need to watch more clips of that deposition. Yeah, it sounds like it was it's exceptional. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I I think what's what's uh, paramount uh, relevance is this this the dichotomy that's presented between men chasing excellence and the men that aren't. And it's so interesting because do you how often do you get pushed back or, or do you ever get pushed back <coughs> on whether or not, because I, I think, honestly, this could be a chapter in a book, whether or not you can chase excellence and still be in that family mode. Because... Like, there's people out there that I feel they, they think that it's possible. They're like, oh, you could chase excellence and you could do both. And I'm not going to say that it's not possible. I, I think it may be possible. Yeah. But when you look around, it doesn't happen often. And in fact, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen an example of... Now... Well, it's possible. But what I'm saying is I don't know if I've ever seen an oh. example of it. Like, for instance, because in, in pre-production, when we were getting ready for the show and we were talking about this segment, you brought up Jay-Z. Yeah. It's like Jay-Z didn't get married until he was in his 40s, didn't have kids until he was in his 40s. And now he is successful, but it's he's coasting. Now, I'm not saying he's not doing new endeavors. But, but he's definitely coasting off he's of coasting it. off of the work that he put in prior to being a family exactly. man. Exactly. And, and and that's the So thing. now if if people are using that this part of Jay-Z's life as an example, I feel like that's an unfair comparison because he wouldn't have this part of his life yes. without the first part. So yeah, a person could be like, "Oh, well look at Jay-Z. He has a family and he's has a business, yeah. but Jay-Z wouldn't be Jay-Z without being big pimping." Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so now you look at Jerry Seinfeld, the same thing. Jerry Seinfeld didn't get married until he was 40. And biggest show on TV, all of that. So people be like, oh, well, look at Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, but shit, Jerry Seinfeld's a model now. Have you seen Have you seen that? that, that. Yeah, he's modeling for, uh, it's like a, a more high-end clothing line. Yeah. It shit looks badass. Like, it, yeah. yeah. It, uh, What's it called? Ah, uh, fuck I forgot if you look up if you look up Jerry Seinfeld uh, model photo shoot it's like it's like very um like more like urban kind of athletic gear it's like Shoshana it's like, no no it's 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 more it's high end stuff though but uh, uh Nif 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 something like that I think that's oh yeah 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 damn this motherfuckers styling right yeah yeah that but the drip <laughs> but, but my point is but that what he has on right there is like a five thousand dollar outfit yeah wow 
but, crazy. But but my point is, like, you know, yeah, so he's doing all this great stuff. He has his show, the getting uh, comedians getting coffee. Kith, uh, Kith. Oh, Kith. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, but, yeah, but, I know them. But he wouldn't be that without being the single Jerry Seinfeld that did Seinfeld. No. That didn't have time for a relationship because he was writing the show, producing the show, acting but in the show. there goes your answer, though. Right there, that goes your answer is it's a matter of resources. So, yeah, you could be a 20-year-old. And start a family. Do you have? Do you have the resources? Okay, cool, right? But even then, what is the family life? You'd have to have a woman that understands that you are chasing greatness, and so you do have to take brunt of the brunt because, like, the typical family life is the mom, dad, they're home, right? They share duties and shit like that, right? That's the typical what we see. You know, where we grew up, right? Dad comes, all right, the kids come over here, give her a little bit of a break, uh, blah, 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 blah. That's today's, in today's world, that's what it is, right? No, no, no. When the man is chasing excellence and the man is out there, and, and but, but he's actually, like, performing, the brunt of raising the children, a lot of it goes onto the woman. Most of it. Yes, Yes. And so... And, and, and I think as it should be. Yeah, yeah, because what are we doing here? What are we... Especially in the early years. I know I can't take... Uh, you know, I ain't going to be able to take my... Uh, like, chasing greatness, but not being there. Can't, like, do VIP shit all the time. Seinfeld can. Yeah. Jay-Z can. So, maybe I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? Like... A lot of people don't understand that. Like, and maybe the woman should shut the fuck up. That that's complaining about. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You want all this? You want all that? You want this lifestyle? Some of it you need to shut the fuck up and let me go out there and make these moves. Yeah, I remember when I posted a clip from from Andrew Tate, where he said something similar. Yeah. Where he was talking, he was in an interview and he was saying. Actually, he was in an interview, and that girl that interviewed him was one of the she actually came out and defended him yeah when she was like no he was oh a, yeah uh, he was a classy gentleman with me like he never kept hepburn something like that yeah young young chick like yeah. younger chick yeah and she was like he was very gentlemanly with me like he never made me feel uncomfortable or anything like that when he think, anyway when he was in that interview he ba- i remember posting a clip and and it was the point of a lot of contention with people because he said on 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 the clip, he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna come home, play with my kid a few hours, an hour or two, and then boom, I'm back out because yeah. with my brother because we got stuff to do. Yeah, because I'm building a life, becoming a person that my kid would want to look up to. Yes, not only that, but the resources for them. Not only that, that's what you should. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do as a man. Yeah, my woman wants. Uh, Oh wow! I love fucking I don't know fucking Beyonce. When I buy you tickets, what am I gonna buy you? The fucking nosebleeds? Or are you gonna be like right there in front with the fucking backstage pass? Which one will you have? If I have all these resources, you take a guess, please. Okay, that's my shut the fuck up comment for the day. <laughs> like you, you give me like 
Sometimes and now another moment <laughs> for shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And now another shut the fuck up moment brought to you by the apes. And it was like, and so to me, and it's not like I, I'm not trying to sound disingenuous or like an asshole or curt about it, but it's like you have to understand that like there's there's a balance to a lot of stuff. Now balance, good point. Mm. Now the thing is though, and I think this is where fit was very on point. In that interview, I'll see if I could find the clip right now. Is there was a time where women either had to or were more willing to accept the balance of everything you just proposed? Yeah. But as Fit put it, because of feminism and now they're able to work and get their own money, which I'm not mad at. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not hating on it. Do your thing. I'm just not going to play the game. But now they don't have to accept that balance. Yeah. And so now that's where I think Sneeko is missing it. Is like you're talking from a perspective as if this shit still exists. Maybe it does. But it's very scarce. You're yeah. talking about it like if it's ubiquitous, like oh everywhere, like every chick is just like no hell no, dude. And I think and and I think uh, let me let me see if I could find the clip. He, you're saying as if every chick is is willing to take on that or to take that, right? Or so, to accept that of to, a man to accept you that don't balance. Have to, no. No. Nor, now than ever before. Right. Let me see it. But why is that a role of state was that to be a high value man, the top three steps, avoid family creation. Get oh, no, this is not it. And have a network. This is not it. Let me let me see if I can find it. It wasn't the one you sent me. No, no. But yeah, like, I don't think that. Avoiding family creation is is a, uh, what the clip was saying is necessarily what Fresh and Fit were saying though. What they were saying is at a young age, don't. Yeah, here we go. This is this is the part that for, it's from that same podcast. Like like feminism is here. I'm trying to tell you, like feminism is here. It's not. They're not conceding. Like women don't want to be wives. They want to get married, but they don't want to be wives. When and when half the population doesn't want to be wives, you can't force them. And then on top of that, most women, let's keep it a thousand, don't like most men. <laughs> an average dude fifty years ago, I'm telling you, an average dude 50, 60 years ago could have had a regular factory job and gotten a beautiful wife that would stay. Sneeko said, I don't know if you caught that. Sneeko said, Where where are you reading that? Where are you getting that? empirically anecdotally look around you yeah what do you i mean uh, that's just a common sense empirical it is empirical evidence everywhere like it's just common sense like what you're not looking at what women are saying what they're doing how they're behaving and it's like it's and i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying it is what it is exactly and so now as a man vasectomy aside because i don't agree with that but as a man it's like well what should i focus my time and attention and resources towards should i focus my time and then this is where we're at with the trad con versus the the red pillars no because a red pillar could be trad con and a trad con 
can be red pill. But in this specific riff, when it comes to the Manosphere red pill versus the Tradcon involving the subject of marriage and, and cohabitation and long-term relationships and everything like that. So many men focus so much time and attention into women, into their relationship, and they spend no time building greatness, chasing excellence. And everything that Fit just described about at a certain point, a woman could realize, oh, well, I could get more on my own or I could get just as much on my own. I could be with somebody else, experiment with somebody else, do something with somebody else. All of this stuff, that balance that you were talking about that they don't have to accept anymore. As a man, why wouldn't you lean more towards what Fresh and Fit are saying? I'm not saying everything that they're saying in terms of, oh, getting a vasectomy or anything like that. Because what they're saying about the vasectomy is, because apparently it's reversible, but what they're saying is, why don't you, why don't you uh, idiot-proof your plan? Like, because yeah. kids... I think just be careful. Kids, no. kids can stifle your growth, which yeah. it may sound harsh to say, but it is true, though. Yeah, because having a kid, and I've seen people have kids, they're happy, they feel like it's a blessing, and, and that's fine. But that's you wanting to have that. But aside from that, you now know that you have to provide. You have to put in way more hours. You have to work way more resources. This is a fact. That's and, a and, fact. And also, all of those resources that can be allocated towards an investment or towards something else, now you we're not don't have that luxury. Yeah. You may be less willing to take certain risks because it's not just on you anymore. Now it's just like, man, I was able to... Well, we've done it. We bought property, dropped big, big amount of money, an amount of money that if you or I, well, you were married at the time, but your situation was vastly different <coughs> than the majority of, yeah. of men. But if you were in like a normie situation, you probably would have, it was an amount of money where you definitely, if you were on some normie shit, would have had to ask your wife, oh, yeah. can I do this? Because... Uh -huh. And a wife, a girlfriend, yeah. if especially if there's a kid involved, might have had some pushback. Ultimately, it would have been your choice because it's your is your money. Yeah. But but you could see people having pushback about it, and so now it's like, now how many guys? How many? How knows how many men in in this world have been in a situation yeah. like that, where they didn't make a certain move that might have changed their whole life because oh fuck the wife the uh, I'm risking it like all of this all of that. And, and so like I, I see yeah. what Fresh and Fit are saying, and I see what Sneeko is not recognizing. Yeah, because it's it's easy. A lot. Uh, well, Andrew Tate said this one time. He's like, uh, men have to work for everything that they have. You know that that's just the the point. So if if you want the resources, if you want the yacht, if you want the car, if you want the house, if you want the status, you have to have that. Women could just stumble upon that. Yeah. There it's is. like, oh, wow, here I have it. And so it's a different thing. It's like the example that he gave of the the older guy that has a yacht. And he's like, that guy had to like work his whole life yes. to have that yacht and maintain it. And this chick, just because... 
she's alive and 18, 19 is able to be on the yacht just because she is. Yeah, just because you're alive, yeah. And then that, I liked how he got to that point. He's like, when you were 19, you weren't you 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 weren't rich enough. You were broke. When you were twenty, you couldn't fuck good. When you were th- when you were twenty five, you weren't good with uh, girls. When you were twenty six, you had to grind. But then when you got to uh, thirty five, now the girl wants you to settle for whatever she got going on. But it's like you worked to get to that point and to have your resources. And not every man that was going to be willing to do that. You know, or not any person, because you know, not not just men hustle. Women could hustle too, but an individual that might have the resources that they work so hard to get. You know, it's like you're asking this person to just halt all that, and it's not necessarily fair because no one ever told a girl to halt their stuff. Like they just you go and now you women's liberation. Let's just do whatever you want. So then at that point at 35, you're now ready to settle down, but the guy who has to work. For everything that he has and his status, at 35, you're at now your prime. He, now he's in the position of that 18-year-old. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, when you were 18, you didn't settle down. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, the idea of having, like, a nice boyfriend that would, like, watch movies with you, it was probably repulsive to you. What? I'm young. I'm I'm free and all of that. Yeah. Which is fine. That's your nature and that's what you that's want to do. That's fine, but don't me a Khalifa this shit later yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Cuz cuz it's not that's not how it works. Men are not going to be I mean well, some will. Some will, yeah. Some will. But, but like... Uh, the, the, the trad cons, yeah, they exist. Yeah. And so... It, Man, trad cons are saving these hoes right now. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want to be saved. Don't save her. She don't want to be... Yeah, like, it's... it's it's uh, You have to remember what, like, the journey and the ups and the downs and the blood and the sweat and the tears and all the shit that you had to endure to get to that point to just throw that shit all away for someone that might not even like recognize that right and that won't even think twice to take half right no nah. and then then in the end what did you accomplish because yes. even you know cuz that's the other thing it's just like man well if you're going to ride with me, ride with me, but I, I got things to accomplish. Yeah, and another thing, too, like us ha- being in business and, 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 and knowing firsthand, like being so on point with our stuff, like it helps others because like a lot of people, you know, like let's say if you own property and they have a flood or something, you know, when, when you're about that shit, and you want to take care of the problem, like you're just going to make yourself available. A lot of times, like men don't know, oh, my family, oh, I'm with the kids, I'm with the, I don't know. Well, no, you decided to take on this business venture. You have to answer to the stuff. You know, it's interesting you say that because I've, I've come across that a lot in my life where like maybe people were making plans or something was coming up or whatever. And I never understood the concept of men not knowing if they're available. Yeah. It's just like, how do you not know? Oh, well, I got to see if the wife made plans. You don't make your own plans? Like, I, yeah. how does that, how does that work? Like, how could, how could a person like that ever like have a business yeah. or, or do anything outside of like some normie shit if you don't even account 
for for your own shit. Yeah, you know, it, it's like it reminds me of that push the T lines. Like, how could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your own right. songs? <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. And so it's like, well, that, that's that's a bit sad. Um, I can understand some pushback if the person's like, well, I had a planned evening with. Oh yeah, that but, that's totally different. Like if 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 there were already plans. Yeah, I'm talking about the notion of well, I don't know if there are plans. Yeah, and and to me that that's like a sad thing because like I've never operated like that, so that's so foreign to me. Because oh, can we go? You want to do, go do this? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll let her know. I don't have plans, so I'm gonna let her know. This is where I'll be. This is what's gonna happen. It's not like oh, I'm gonna. Oh, uh, uh, a permission slip. I need it. No, that's not how I operate at all. Should not be how you operate. And I, I honestly, I wouldn't expect that from. I wouldn't expect to tell uh, if I'm dating a girl. Oh, you can't. Oh, hold on. Is this a reasonable? Like, is she letting me know that we have plans? Oh no. All right, cool. Go ahead. And and all well, of do this is at, at like a very minuscule level. But now, when you start to factor in the time and effort it costs. To like build something great, yeah. Chase excellence. Now you're talking about a significant amount of time away, yeah, from the person. And you never think, you know, you never, you made me realize something one time. Like, um, it's like you have to even ask permission to, like, oh, let me wire you some money. Yeah, a lot of men have to ask their. Like, I even like never understood. That as a concept. And then one time you pointed out, like, oh, yeah, you just, like, wired this so yeah, we could do I this. Remember, I remember vividly. I was, I, it was my second building, <coughs> and I was, I was uh, strapped for cash, as it tends to go. When, yeah, when you when invest. You're, when you're making moves. But again, no regard for, like, oh, well, man, I got to keep some money to, like, keep taking this girl out or do this or do that no. or whatever. It's just, nah, we're getting super busy. Yeah. And this is how we get down. Yep. And I asked you, I was like, hey, can I borrow some money to have because I'm I'm strapped for cash? And there were other people that I could have asked, but I thought, man, like, these motherfuckers are so, are so fucking beta soy boy trad con <laughs> shit that like they're gonna it's gonna i knew it's gonna be a whole process of asking the wife or yeah. the, and all of that and like i didn't think that once but yeah. and then like i predicted you were like yeah whatever and then i pointed that out to you i'm like yeah. man you know i, didn't th- I never you even 100 percent. i never even would have thought that that'd be an issue with a lot of men until you pointed that out i was like wow that's crazy. Like that, some men live like that. Like no, like if, if I mean, of course, I don't. I wouldn't just anybody send money to. Oh, of course not. It's only I'm not, people. I'm that, not saying send money to one of these migrants. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. But like, if if I know that you're a responsible, high value person, human being, then yes, I like, all right, cool. If you, yeah, if you need to go ahead. But if I've You've shown me that you're not a responsible person. I might not be so open to that. Right. Like but my still, dad, at the end of the day, it's your decision. Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I never had to ask. Like, no, we're good. And I, I had my finances in order. And, like, it's not like I was like, oh, now I'm going to be fucking eating beans. And, no, like, you should. But that's why you strive for and, a better life. And imagine being a man and, like, not, like, 
helping out a boy you've been riding with since like young because your wife doesn't let you imagine like yeah what the fuck over some like raw dope shit like yeah. like this is like this is badass like this motherfucker just made a business move he's he is strapped for cash because he just made something that's gonna change his life like made a move that's gonna change his life for the better like what the fuck <laughs> you can't help him <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would we have plans this weekend <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fuck you and, and I think I think the what's badass about us before we close it out is that we see these things see that's the thing I feel like no Shapiro even Sneeko in this circumstance is that because these guys like are are so well off and they're doing well it's easy for them to miss it because yes. it's it, but but like and that's what I liked about actually it's probably one of the best things I ever heard Fitz say when he brings up feminism and its effect on the average man. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna affect a Shapiro as much because yeah, like a chick is not gonna be able to just find any Ben Shapiro around the corner. No. Not find any Sneeko around the corner. Not find guys like us around the corner, even though we're not like on the level of Shapiro in terms of finances, yeah. but we're a lot better than the average guy. So it's going to be like, yeah, like it's not going to be that easy to find a guy like that. But still, again, like a guy like Trump or like Vivek Ramaswamy does take time to realize what the average guy is going through and realize that, yes, this may not apply to you. Yeah. But how does it affect them? And that's, I think, something that we're really good at because I would say 100% right now, unequivocally, if you wanted to get married and have kids, you 100% could. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, and I believe me too. Yeah, that's something too, yeah. I want. 100% I could, like, like probably tomorrow. Yeah. But that, that doesn't apply to every guy. No. That doesn't apply to every guy, and you have to realize that. And that's, I think, the great debate between the Manosphere Red Pill and the Tradcons and all of their fucking Tradconnery. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to keep uh, being an issue as we move forward. I think, I, I, I think as... I think the further and further we go into the future, because what Sandman says uh, about traditionalism not returning he's a hundred percent right i think a lot of these guys have this mentality oh well one day all the women will see and they nah that shit ain't happening bro it's dead that shit i think like sex bots have there's more of a likelihood of sex bots like men focusing more on sex bots because did you you even see jordan peterson was talking about sex bots recently oh no yeah he was saying how like, i was thinking of marrying one <laughs> what do you think <laughs> Sweet Jesus. <laughs> no, but what was he saying about that? Uh he was just saying how he could see it he could see it happening and like yeah. how all of these all of these like nihilist shut in dudes like like they're you know that's gonna be like great for them, you know? And, yeah, and yeah. like a lot of them it's gonna be more attention the most attention that they've ever gotten from women. You know, yeah. and um, so he was just talking about it more from like the psychological aspect of things. But 
I could see that being more of a thing down the road than like some variation of traditionalism returning. Yeah. And that's what's interesting about all these people that are like doing this quasi traditionalist shit nowadays. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're married, but I, I don't it, know. It, it's, it's crazy though, if you think about it. Like, if people, like, sometimes you don't understand how not not as big of a deal something is until you go through it and you're like, eh, overrated. Yeah. Like, if guys, most guys had like, some sort of female attention they'd realize like okay it's cool but it has its limitations yeah or it's not something to fully focus on or fully be upset about like because like i've i've felt sometimes when you've fallen back from like oh i'm going with this chick going here with like and you're just kind of focused on your shit and just your peace and working out and oh yeah like that's I feel a lot happier that way. So sometimes it's like reading a book, yeah, meditating, yeah, a hundred percent. There's a lot of stuff that we don't we try to minimalize. Like oh, that's what a guy would want, just women. But no, like there's a lot of stuff you would want and that you should focus on. You know, like for yourself and for your growth. And and sometimes when you're hungry. All you can think about is the hunger, yeah. but not like the reality of it, which is after you eat, you're not going to be so hungry. And yeah. there's, there's to well, be more. well, I think well, I, I think ultimately what it boils down to is like what fresh and fit are offering in this particular debate is a, a path that not what they're saying will lead to self-actualization but you can achieve self-actualization by doing things that look more like the path that they're saying yeah. versus what Sneeko is saying. I don't think you could ever reach self-actualization. No. Yeah. And I think that's what it boils down to. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. The merch is amazing. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.